Welcome to the We Collide podcast. We're a growing community of everyday chicks colliding with Jesus in our mess, our pain, our joy, and our stories. We value showing up as we truly are, so that's what you'll find here. Walls and masks being torn down so that we can allow Jesus to meet us where we truly are and hear about other women doing the same. We can't wait to collide with you. We love helping women focus on health instead of results, focus on the habit that is healthy, and the results will come. But if we focus on the results, that's when I think it can be a slippery slope and become consuming and, you know, become an idol. Welcome to the We Collide podcast, and today I am hanging out with the co-founders of the Healthy, Whole, and Free community, Summer Moss and Liz Patton, who started this community to help women become healthy from the inside out, and they are passionate about ushering women into Jesus's presence and helping them discover healthy and whole living. Summer is a wife and mom of two growing boys in Linden, Washington, up in the far left corner of the Pacific North. Northwest, and you'll find her teaching fitness classes a couple times a week up there. And Liz is a wife and mom of three boys, and she's passionate about helping women find body and food freedom so that they can live their healthiest, happiest, and most free lives in Christ. You guys, thank you so much for joining me on the Week Live podcast today. We're so happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, totally. So you guys are the co-founders of Healthy, Whole, and Free. Tell me if you guys can both share a little bit. How did this come to be? Well, for me personally, I started um, a health journey about a decade ago. And I was in a place where I was feeling um, emotionally spent. I was away from family and friends. Um, I was fearful. That's a whole other story in itself, but I dealt with fear. And so I was just kind of at my, my wit's end, if you will, like trying to figure out how can I do this health thing well and not screw up my kids and make them, you know, um, just gluttonous because a lot of my personal health journey was I ignored my health. Um, I would run to food for comfort. I would use it as a numbing out tool and just, really hide behind food. And so God just kind of started to work with me personally, um, asking me to get out and walk with him, to pray for my community, to step out in a bold way. Um, And in that, he started to speak over my heart about who I was in Christ, my identity. And I started to pursue health in a way that was honoring to him. In that time, I was on Instagram And I had come across from a friend of a friend, follow this person, you know how it goes when you're scrolling and you end up somewhere random. And I remember um, following Liz. For some reason, I just knew that I needed to follow her. And I started following her for a couple months. And then pretty soon I ended up reaching out to her. And God connected us through the internet, which is sometimes such a dark place, but God can use that for his glory. Um, So anyway, we connected that way. And Liz was on the other side of the country and doing her own health journey at the same time. So, wow. In addition to being on the other side of the country, I was also kind of um, on the opposite side of the pendulum than summer at that time. So I, um, after gaining more than the the freshman 15 um, going to college, I 
was on a weight loss pursuit that uh, unfortunately became an idol. And I was just consumed with um, restriction, deprivation, overexercise. Um, and I too was on a pursuit knowing that that was not how God was calling me to, to treat my temple of his Holy Spirit. And so I was trying to pursue health in a way that was honoring to him. And he was giving me glimpses of freedom. And as I was on that freedom journey, it's so sweet to me how kind he is as our father to bring me and summer together. Um, we both, uh, pursued becoming Revelation Wellness instructors. And it was during that time that we began planning this community because the freedom that we found in him, we knew we couldn't keep to ourselves. We had a passion. We felt God was calling us to to lead other women to find that same freedom. Okay, you guys, I have so many questions to ask you. So we have to unpack a little bit and go back. Okay, so... Summer, if I'm getting this right, you're explaining that you were in a place of recognizing that you had unhealthy, an unhealthy relationship with food and you were yeah. using it to numb yourself. How did you come to that recognition? Um, the kindness of the Lord. He brings us to repentance, right? And so I was searching after his heart and I, I was able to find comfort in Christ. He comforted me in such a sweet way. And then I would go and I would comfort myself with food. And it was like this horrible contrast thinking, this does not satisfy me. This food, I know that I'm going to it, but I know the comfort of my father and it is so much better. And so it was in that like summer, this is my comfort and this is what you're doing. So his kindness is what opened my eyes to see that this food is never going to satisfy you the way that I satisfy you. And so it was a, a pursuit after his heart because it was so much more healing to my soul mm. than the food was. So that was the space you were in and you went online and were you, when you say you went online, cause I want all of us to be invited into your guys' story together yeah. and how God connected a woman in Washington with a woman in Virginia to start yeah. something. Yeah. Were you looking for help with that issue or was, was, you know, Liz, some random chick on Facebook that popped up and said, you might know this person, right? No, <laughs> um, I was looking for help. I was purposefully praying, God, I need someone in my life. Mm -hmm. I need a sister that can understand me. They can run alongside me. I'm going to cry already, but I need the friendship. I need a friendship like this. And so I was purposefully praying for that. And I was also at the same time, purposefully seeking out how, how do I go about this health thing? And here comes this woman that was tagged from a friend, from a friend, like you need to follow this gal. Cause she, um, is all about health and it's awesome. Just a local conversation made it so that I could follow her on Instagram. And she was offering help in health and wellness because that was part of her journey as well. So mm -hmm. I hooked up in that sense. Um, yeah. With her. So technology Liz, in, that, in that space, when you describe yourself, you were on the other end of the spectrum where you, you know, you describe yourself as over exercising that food and health and losing weight and all that stuff became, I think you said an idol for you. Had you started working in this, 
line of work for a job or were you just pursuing God's health on your own and that's how you got connected with Summer? Yes. So I was personal training at our local YMCA. I'm a former middle school English teacher, but after having our three boys, I decided to um, stay home with them. I did personal training on the side. Then I went through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and I spent a year getting certified as an integrative health coach. And in that process, although I was seeking health it just began to consume me. My thoughts in the morning were, I wanted them to be about my savior, but if I'm quite honest, my thoughts in the morning were, what can I eat today? What can I not eat today? How can I exercise today? When could I fit in another workout? It was, and I, you know, I, I am ashamed to admit that, but that very subtly, the enemy began to consume me with food and exercise, something that started out as a, a healthy pursuit for me personally. Um, it it became an idol and God was just so sweet to reveal it to me. Um, I just, it made me weary. I, I just was weary. And I, I think about how um, Paul says in Second Corinthians, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. And that was me. I just pleaded with him, like, help me not be consumed with this. Help me um, find freedom from this. And, and he has. He's so, so faithful. And that's, you know, he brought Summer and I together and she, whew, it's just been the sweetest blessing that together we have linked arms. We keep our eyes fixed on him and we just run for him now instead of running to burn calories. It's so beautiful. Mm, I love how God works. So you guys connected and then you said that you became revelation wellness instructors. Invite us into what that means. Oh my gosh. It is so much fun. (laughs) Revelation Wellness is a non-for-profit organization and their mission is to love God, get healthy, be whole and set people free. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's, um, that's what they do. And so they take fitness and they use it as a tool to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. And that's kind of what we were doing on our own. We were, um, we use, we, our focus was the Lord And yet we wanted people to move and be healthy. And so this just kind of, it really complemented what we were doing and it brought freedom in a whole new level. Um, Liz, do you want to share a little bit about it? Yes. So it, it has really brought two things that we both loved that, well, I don't want to speak for summer, but for me, I had fitness in one hand and I had my Jesus in the other hand, and I kind of had them compartmentalized separately. Revelation Wellness has given us the freedom to bring them together. So now when I teach group exercise classes, I've always taught at our local YMCA, but now that I'm certified as a Rev instructor, I can incorporate my faith with fitness. So we pray over our class participants and we invite them into this um, freedom journey so that they can move in joy and love instead of moving as a way to, um, you know, either burn calories or earn food or typically what, you know, the world associates with the reason for exercise. Now we just get to move in, in freedom and joy almost as an act of worship. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a spiritual experience. Oh, it like totally to is. go work out with you guys. It is. Um, mm-hmm. 
with without a doubt, there's someone that has been touched by the Holy Spirit by the end of the class. We always start with a, a scripture or a prayer intention and just weave the word throughout the whole workout, mm-hmm. move in joy and freedom. And we like to end our classes on our mats and just resting in his promises. So I'll speak the word over my participants. I'll pray over them. And the Holy Spirit, when you've spent yourself um, physically, you kind of come to the end. You know that that high that you get after working out. You've, you've physically spent yourself and there's nothing left. And you just lay on the mat and allow the Lord to wash over you and speak wow. his truth over you. And it touches women every single time we do it. Wow, you're making me want to work out yeah, right come. now. Summer. Come. <laughs> <laughs> so you said something interesting, Liz. You said that um, you started out with sort of this healthy pursuit, but it became an idol. I I think so many women could resonate with that, although I don't know that they would use the word idol. But what? How would you define that moment? Uh, for people? Or how would you define that for women so they could recognize, has my pursuit of health become an idol? Yes. So the enemy is is really tricky like that because when a good thing becomes a God thing, for me, that's when it became an idol. And so exercise and eating healthy, that was a good pursuit. And I think some people are able to, you know, just that can continue to just be a, a good balance for them. But for me, I, I took it to the extreme. And so it, it became something that consumed my thoughts. It became something um, that my mind was so focused on what I could and couldn't eat that not only was I not free to worship my Savior, but I think about how now that that isn't what I'm consumed with, I have so much more headspace for things that really matter, like loving my family and serving them. And, you know, what do you have for me today, Lord? Like open hands and surrendered to him instead of being uh, closed white knuckling. You know, my hands are open now, whereas before I was white knuckling all of it. And so for me, when the, when a good thing became a God thing is when it became an idol for me. Yeah, it really feels like for women, it can become so consuming where it just takes over everything we think about in every room we enter in. Like, how do I look? How do I feel? I don't feel good. I don't like what I look like in the mirror or that window or I'm not what I used to be or I'm not like her. And I hear women talk about this. It's just all consuming all the time. It so is. And, um, one of the things that has helped us so much is recognizing that those thoughts are not from the Lord, mm-hmm. that those thoughts are from an accuser because our father says over us, you are good. You're created in my image. Like I've made you for good works. And so when we're so consumed with those things, we're not able to go and walk in the ways that he's prepared for us because we're afraid to get out of our house because the jeans might not fit right. Or we're um, nervous about like, eating out with friends because what's my next meal going to be when there's that fellowship that we could be participating in. Mm. And so it, like Liz said earlier, the enemy is sneaky and we think that maybe this is just a way to, um, when we take care of ourselves and we can present ourselves better to the world. Um, but already God has said, 
you were ready. Like you were ready to walk in this moment and you are going to move from glory to glory and strength to strength. And so um, it's a journey, but the Lord, yeah, just taking his thoughts and saying, what is it that you have to speak over me instead of what it, what the enemy is accusing us of? Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting though, because as you guys are talking, I'm thinking so many women are motivated by the self-debasing statements they believe about themselves. Right. So like they're motivated to go on the diet January 1st, Mm -hmm. because they've spent so much time telling themselves that they're not enough. So then when they begin to hear statements that they are enough, what's the true motivation? What should the true motivation to be healthy? Well, and I think that that is a statement that we, as a culture, we say, girl, you're enough. You're more than enough. But the truth is we aren't enough on our own. We will never be enough. We are only enough if Christ is in us, making us enough. And I think that that's, I had to get to the end of myself where I recognized I couldn't do it. I was exhausted trying to do it on my own. He doesn't want us to do life on our own. He wants to be a part of everything. Yes, even our our exercise and even what we what we choose to eat. And until I was able to invite him into my journey, um, you know, I wasn't able to find freedom in it. And so that's what I, I, we just are passionate about helping women realize you can stay in step with the Holy Spirit. You don't have to do this on your own. If, if following a strict meal plan um, worked, we would all be walking around, you know, just thin and happy. It's not about following the strict meal plan. It's not about the food and it's not about the fitness. It really isn't. But that's what the enemy wants us to think it is. Liz, when you say you invited Jesus into your journey, what does inviting Jesus into our health journey look like? Yeah, that's such a good question. For me, it required surrendering it. So first of all, I had to admit it. I think that for a lot of us, we are in that mindset and we don't even realize it. So once he revealed it to me, and he did that very gently and and lovingly i i just i mean had to repent of it it was a very i mean a vain pursuit and i just surrendered it to him and invited him to come in and to have his way and since doing that it it's i mean he promises us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light and so when we walk with him um and we exercise with him and i mean he makes it um joyful and so exercise for me is not something that i have to do it's something that i get to do feeding my body with nutrient dense foods it's something that i get to do i don't feel um you know restricted it's not about um good and bad food anymore for me it's it's his and walking in step with his spirit has made it not daunting and overwhelming. It's free. Mm-hmm. I love the freedom that you're describing. You guys say that your passion is to help people become healthy from the inside out. Talk to us about that. I think for for me personally, it's putting off the expectations of my my own expectations, the expectation of the world around me, and it's taking a moment and reflecting that I have the living God inside of me. He's here. I'm made in his image. And like Liz was just saying, when we keep in step with the spirit, he's going to lead us. And so for her, that may have been dialing things back a little bit and not 
push, push, push. Mm-hmm. For me, it was okay, baby, like this is all right. You can get out and I want you to walk the street and I want you to pray for the city. Well, Lord, I have so much weight to lose. Walking in the street is not going to help me. You know, mm-hmm. like walking is not going to do it. Trust me in this. Like he, he just kept whispering over my heart, trust me. And so we would get out and I would walk. I would listen to the word. I would listen to worship music. I would pray and just walk. And then pretty soon there would be this prompting inside, like, okay, run to that stop sign. All right. So I'll kick it up a little bit and run to the stop sign. And it was just a minute by minute um, surrender, a conversation, a talking with him and not allowing, um, like you talked earlier about uh, just the motivations of the world and how it they don't last. They don't last. You can be fearful and like, I need to get in shape and I'm going to push and push and push. But pretty soon that motivation goes away. But perfect love. Like that motivation, the savior calling you and saying, Hey, let's spend some time together. I'm motivated by spending time with him. And he gets to be part of my workout. He gets to be part of my meal prep with my family. He gets to be part of all of that stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. the inside. That's the Holy spirit in me walking me through this journey. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm just thinking like pack God in with your gym bag, ladies. Right. Like, the idea of I'm doing this along with God when I go to the gym, when yeah. I go work out, when I go for a run. He's with us always. Yeah. But inviting him into that can become so much more meaningful than mm-hmm. just showing up at the gym and doing the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what are the dangers of pursuing health from the outside in? I think... What's so interesting, and, I, and I've had clients share this with me, is that when they were perhaps at their lowest weight, so they looked fit to everybody else, and they were getting compliments about that, they were the most healthy on the inside. So I think that our culture puts so much importance on the outside appearance, and so a woman could be um, you know, sick and, and not able to eat, you know, maybe digestive issues or whatever. And so she looks like she's maybe at her thinnest, but on the inside, she's, she's really not healthy at all. Or she's at her thinnest because she, you know, is eating this, uh, you know, strict meal plan and exercising several times a day and missing out on opportunities with her family and studying the menu online before she goes out to eat or turning down invitations to fellowship with friends because she's fearful of the food. She might look on the outside like she's very healthy, but on the inside is just just in chains and depressed and sad and just, you know, constantly thinking about food and exercise. And so I think that's the danger is that, um, you know, we put so much importance on what we look like physically. And God looks at our hearts. He wants our hearts, not our gene size. And so we just, we love helping women focus on health instead of results, focus on the habit that is healthy and the results will come. But if we focus on the results, that's when I think it can be a slippery slope and become consuming and, you know, become an idol. 
Let's break that down for a minute because that's really interesting. Like focus on the habit that is healthy instead of results. Like invite us into maybe an example or a story of a woman and what it would look like if she focused on results mm-hmm. and what it would look like if she focused on the habit that is healthy. Yeah. So easily you could focus on the results and restrict, like she was just saying, deprive yourself, um, all the, the fat-free, sugar-free stuff. So your insides are probably not you know, super healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could focus on, I'm going to drink you know, as much water as I can throughout the day. I'm going to fill my plate with really great living things, um, mostly with that. Um, I'm going to go to bed 30 minutes earlier. I'm going to move my body in a way that's joyful today, um, not counting calories or checking my, my Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to just, I'm going to move because I was made to move. So maybe that might be a bike ride. Maybe that would be a hike with your husband. Maybe that would be, um, or it could be a really great sweat session where you're doing a hit or whatever, you know, like just a healthy habit. Um, those are just a few off the top of my head. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, how do you guys see women not experiencing life to the fullest because of their health status? I think that we as women um, can all relate to that moment in the closet when we're getting ready to, you know, either go on a date night or meet girlfriends or, I mean, goodness, even go to church and you put something on and it feels too tight or you don't like the way you look in that. And it just completely robs you of your joy or you step on the scale and you have you know, felt like you've done all the things right that week and the scale doesn't say what you think that it should. And you're constantly, I mean, you're just instantly um, defeated. And when we base our self-worth on those external things, whether it be a a pant size or a number on the scale, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to find ourselves lacking uh, and so I, th- I think that when we, we can focus on, I mean, nothing satisfies like our savior. And I know that that, you know, might sound like a cliche, but I feel like the more that we keep our eyes fixed on him, the more joy we have, the more we want to treat our bodies well. I think focusing on healthy habits makes you want to treat your body well. When you focus, like if you did get on the scale and you didn't see what result you wanted. I just think that self-sabotaging behaviors happen immediately. You're just like, well, I did all of that and scale doesn't even say what I should. So what was all that worth? And then you just go back to the old habits. But if you take the the result off the, the table and that's not at all what you're striving for, you're just choosing those healthy behaviors, then you're just more likely to care for your body as a, as a temple of the Holy spirit. And you just, you feel more sound in your body, mind, and spirit, if that makes sense. Yeah. And those healthy habits too, like you said, you do feel more sound because you are getting better sleep. You are moving. Like we were created. Um, God is, he's so smart to give us all the stuff that we need. Right. And so when we use those things and do those things, we are walking around life in such a, um, we actually smile and we look at people and we have those conversations and connect and it's just, it feeds off of itself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just, I think about so many women that I work with and I'm sure you guys 
do too, where there's so much shame mm-hmm. around women and how they feel about their bodies that hold back their lives, hold back their relationships and their callings and their uh, ability or their desire to say yes to taking risks in life because of all of the shame that's bound up and how they feel about their health status. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, when you do have weight loss uh, success initially, you know, there's obviously all this excitement and you're getting all these compliments, but then the pressure to, to keep the weight off. And like, um, Willow, you mentioned guilt and shame, and we've had a lot of women share that with us that, you know, when they do, um, statistically speaking, it's, you know, going to happen that you're going to regain some of that weight. When that happens, there's so much guilt and shame. And so it's this vicious cycle where you restrict, 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 which your body can only do for so, so long. And then when you can't handle that anymore and you, either binge or you, you know, just go to the other side of the pendulum and you gain some of that weight back, then comes the guilt and the shame. So you restrict, 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 and it's just this vicious, vicious cycle. Yeah. Where do you guys start with people when you coach them? Always in prayer. Like that, that's our first step. We, Liz and I joke a lot that we spend most of our time praying and that's, I mean, we just have to run to our savior's feet because he, he knows mm-hmm. he made our clients, he made us and he knows what they need. Um, and so we definitely spend time in prayer and then we find out what end of that pendulum that we've been talking about. Are they on, are they one that is striving and restricting and go, go, go? Are they um, feeling shameful and, fearful about all the weight that they need to lose. And then, so they're numbing out and they're finding comfort in the food. Like what, what end are they on? And then from there, we can kind of help them with their next steps. Like how does that, what does that look like in your life? How can we let that go? Um, Yeah. And, and we're very intentional about uh, seeking the Lord's guidance each month. We have a different theme for our community. And so we just ask the Lord, like, what what do they need? We ask them, what are you struggling with? And we just, it's been so sweet to, to see how he lays something on either Summer's heart or my heart, um, what a theme for our community should be. And they tell us like, this is just, this is just what I was needing. Um, so it's been sweet just to, to watch how he orchestrates that all together for his good and his glory. Mm-hmm. For someone who's listening right now who desires to grow in their health from the inside out, what's your best advice for them to begin that journey today? I would say surrender. I I think for both, um, like in listening to Summer share her story and mine too, we were trying to do it in our own strength. And when we surrendered it to him and we were open-handed with it, he was able to, to lead us into our next steps. But I think, like I said earlier, the enemy, I mean, he came to steal, kill and destroy and the sweet Jesus came to give us life and life to the full. And so until we surrender it to him, we're not able to have that abundant um, life that he came for. So I would say surrender. What would you say? I think too, with that surrender, just, um, I'd like to say to anybody listening that they, they are so dearly loved. I think that many women feel that they are not worth um, 
going after this pursuit that they're not worth the Lord's time. Like this is just my health and like, you know, people are starving in other countries or, I mean, there's so many big problems in our world, but God cares so much for the one. He always stopped for the one. He always stopped for the one. And he's created you in his image. And he knows exactly what your purpose is, the things that he's called you to walk in, your past, your future, all of that. He is created in a specific way. And he cares so much about every single detail, health included. It's not too small for him. That's awesome. Liz, you're passionate about helping women find body and food freedom. What does that freedom look like when you when you have it? Well, freedom in my fitness journey, um, it looked like having dessert with my family when we went out to eat. It looked like... Um, you know, Summer and I, we laugh about this. We get together maybe once or twice a year because we do live on opposite sides of the country. But, um, you know, we love a big, huge salad, but we also love bagels at Panera with really delicious cream cheese. And so, you know, freedom is being able to have both enjoy the salad, but enjoy the huge cinnamon crunch bagel at Panera and not have guilt and shame about how many carbs are in it. Um, freedom is, you know, exercising for joy and not to burn calories. It's, you know, not at the end of the day, looking at my watch and marching in place beside my bed in my pajamas, because I need to get in, you know, 10,000 steps before the end of the day. Um, it's fellowship and it's community because now we get to do this with other women, you know, and I think about how Jesus modeled this for us um, so many times. You know, we think about like um, it comes to my mind how after he was resurrected and he met with the disciples and they had a fish fry. And then we think about, you know, the Last Supper, they had a meal together and how, you know, when he was with his friends, um, Mary and Martha and Lazarus, like often there are examples of him eating with his friends. Um, I often wonder like what exactly I wish sometimes the Bible would have, like what they had, you know, what were they eating hummus or like, I don't know. I just love to, you know, hear about food, but he modeled for us that, you know, he, he was not a fearful, fearful of, of fellowship and food. And so freedom is being able to do that and not being consumed with it or having guilt and shame and putting it in its proper place. You know, it's not something that, you know, we have to be worried about or something that we have to be thinking about all the time. Because when we're not thinking about it, it gives us the freedom to think about more important things. What would you add to that, Summer? What does a life of freedom in our health look like? Mm. For me, it's um, being brave enough to step out and do hard things. Because for so long, I was afraid to take on the hard workout or afraid to go hiking. I turned around one day with my family, we were going to go on a hike and I was terrified to hike up the mountain with them because I didn't think I could physically make it. Mm -hmm. Freedom for me is participating in that hike and feeling fit enough to go and, um, you know, 
have a conversation with you today and then later go and serve at church and ministry and make sure that I have food for my family this evening. Like just being able to walk out the things physically in my life that the Lord has called me to mm-hmm. having the energy to do that and the joy to move in a free way. If I have a little jiggle while I'm jumping and leading the workout and I'm not the size that most instructors are, um, physical fitness instructors, I still feel confident in the body that he's made me and I feel strong and healthy and whole. And that is amazing mm-hmm. to be able to bend over. And maybe I have a little role here, but I'm okay with that because, the, you know, this is the way God's made me and it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. I love your guys's invitation to freedom for women. What's your kind of final advice for women who are listening today? who want to step in and experience that kind of freedom, but they feel like it's so far away from where they're at. I would say that um, the Lord wants to be a part of every part of you and that he wants to walk with you through it. And so the enemy would love for us to feel guilt and shame and to feel alone in it, to feel like we have to strive for it and diet culture makes us feel that way too. And diet culture has normalized a lot of our behaviors. Um, But I would say that the Lord wants you to just invite him in. And so, you know, begin to ask him to, to partner with you and start making choices that benefit your health and are not necessarily for weight loss and just stay in step with the Holy Spirit with, for what that, that will look like. Because Summer and I have found like he is faithful and he will show you um, your next steps. Bring you a friend from across the country, right? To, to do it with. Yeah, for sure. He, um, I think that some women are afraid that they won't hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just keep saying, invite him in, make him part of it, allow him to speak to you. Um, you were made to hear from the Lord. You were made to hear from the Lord. He wants to be in communication with you. He wants to speak to you. And um, that looks different for so many different people. Uh, you might have a heart impression. You might have a picture in your mind. You might um, have a friend that emails you a scripture. Or um, you, There's just so many different ways that the Lord speaks to us. And in order for us to hear his heart over ourselves for our health journey, Um, like Liz talked about, it's surrender and it's just being quiet enough to hear. And so I would encourage anyone listening to just in this moment after the podcast is over to sit, to turn everything off and just sit and ask the Lord, would you please show me your heart over me today? Mm -hmm. And he's going to be faithful to do it in one way or another. That's awesome. Thanks, you guys. How can people connect with your meaningful work? So we have a website, um, it's healthyholeandfree.com. And on there, you'll be able to find um, some sample classes that we participate in with our community. Each week we do um, different classes. Uh, There's workouts on there. So there's free stuff for you to go and check out and see what we're all about. And then there's also, um, it'll direct you to social media, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. So healthyhomefree.com is the best way for people to get in contact with us. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for hanging out today on the Week Alive podcast. And for those of you listening, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely taking hold of the invitation to want to experience full freedom in the life that God gave me. And I hope that you're saying yes to that invitation too. Have a good week and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. To keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at we.collide on Facebook as at We Collide Women, and you can also visit our website at wecollide.net to find our blog, resources, event information, and more. One last thing, if you enjoyed this episode, would you take a few seconds and leave us a review? It seems like such a small act, but reviews help us to keep producing this content and help other women find it too. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode and letting us walk with you as you seek and collide with Jesus.